Hey, it's Shastin, and welcome to Crosswalk Church. You're listening to our audio study guide podcast. For more information and access to our PDF version, please visit crosswalkvillage.com slash series guide. Day 20. Abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. It seems we have gone through a lot of ground this week, but I want to get back to a concept that is important for us as Christians to understand. At the beginning of the pericope, the section, we see that anger is an issue. I wanted to come back to this because in today's deeply divided world, we seem to see anger becoming the common response to so much. I don't know if this is something the internet and social media has exacerbated, or if the simple anxiety of living in today's world is creating this issue. Maybe people have been angry forever, and I am just finally paying attention. In Christians, anger often takes the form of being deeply offended by so many things. Christians have, at times, made it their purpose and sole goal to remind the world how much it is doing wrong, and then have been deeply offended that the world did not agree with them. The vitriol I see being vomited by Christians on the internet is concerning to me. The deep sense of offense that is then responded to with anger seems at odds with the way that Jesus communicated. Were there times when Jesus was angry? Of course, but he did not stoop as low as many do today, thinking that if they can just get their point across, all the anger will be worth it. I won't belabor this point, but I want to ask you a question. Is there any anger that you can see that is appropriate for Christians to have? And if you say righteous anger, I want to remind you there is only one who is righteous, and his name isn't the same as yours. The righteous anger that Jesus showed came from a much greater perspective, a better understanding of what is truly happening. His anger never comes from misunderstanding, but rather it comes from a true understanding of the hearts of man. We don't have that same perspective, vantage point, or insight. As we design the faith life we are interested in living, we have to figure out what to do with this emotion. Anger is a festering blister that hurts us a great deal more than it hurts the object of our anger. It is a poison that will always hurt the container more than anything else it comes in contact with. What can we do to mitigate our feelings of anger? The beauty of this is that James has already pointed to some really practical things we can do to understand how to deal with our anger. We have to listen more, slow down a bit more, and get rid of the negative things in our lives. This doesn't mean we don't have the opportunity to be critical at times, but don't let it fester. If you can help someone with critique and can do it with a God-given benevolence, by all means, do that. But only if you have a relationship that can grow through the interchange. While I could go on and on, suffice it to say that God's anger is not ours. So let's be angry only about that which God is angry. Injustice, usury, lack of compassion, and a lack of care for others. Have you ever had an anger issue? How did you get over it? What is the best way to slow your anger? What has worked for you? When you read scripture, what do you see that angers God?